So I'm gonna play a clip of some more awesome dialogue here. And look at you now, commander of the Northern Armies, warrior of the wastelands. I half expected you to arrive caked in grime and mud. This time frostbite and troll blood. And semen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to A Cast With No Name. We are your hosts. I'm Jay. I'm Matt. This is episode 20, and we will be discussing episodes 1 and 2 of The Rings of Power, along with our first impressions of the show as a whole. Uh, but first, don't forget to comment on our... Well, shit. No. Oh, cut. Right, right, go, well, Jay. Yeah, we'll just do it again. Do it again. Welcome. Just kidding. Uh, don't forget to visit our website, acastwithnoname.com, where you can com- comment on episodes and write to our email. Uh, if you have any questions or if you want to uh, disagree with us, uh, do it as a comment. Uh, ask us to review anything. You can email us. You can put it in the comments. It doesn't matter. Um, but our email is contact.acastwithnoname at gmail.com. Uh, so, Jay. The, I need to get, let me get this title correct. Okay. Yeah. The Lord Don't of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. I read an article. Uh, it was titled, uh, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Powers. The Rings of Powers. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. This, this writer doesn't even know what the name of the show is. The Ring of Powers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel for them. There's too many ofs, thes, ands, us. And yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of filler filler words there. Yeah, this uh, this uh, was released three, four, five. Last Friday. Yeah, last Friday. So they did two episodes at a time. uh, Yeah, releasing it weekly. Um, So hopefully you've seen it. Yeah, if not, uh, go go watch the first two episodes because that's what we're going to be talking about. That's right. Um, But yeah. So Jay. So were man. you were you a Lord of the Rings fan, like books, movies, I, that stuff? I watched the th- movies in theaters, um, all three of them. I wait, com- there were three. Uh, there were. Damn it! I only saw two of them. Uh, well, actually, I saw all six in. <laughs> That's right. In theaters. Um, That's right. The I read The Hobbit when I was in eighth grade, um, and I enjoyed it. It's a good book. I like the book. Yeah. Uh, I've tried to read the Lord of the Rings books every time. Really? I try, every time I try and read them, can't get through them. I huh? just, I just, it's not feeling I it. Just fucking. No. You doze off. I, um, yeah. Have a nice glass of warm milk and it's a, it's a girth. Um, <laughs> some Pedialyte. <laughs> <laughs> I get rocked to sleep. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do the Lord of the Rings books, <clears throat> and probably just because I'm not mentally mature enough to read them. Um, I must not have the patience or something. I put it down and I merely read uh, One Fish, Two Fish, <laughs> Red Fish, Blue Fish. Great it's a book. bestseller. It's it a is bestseller. a bestseller. Dr. Seuss is a literary, literary genius here. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I didn't, uh, I wasn't, when the movie, when the first uh, movies, The Lord of the Rings came out, I wasn't a huge fan. I knew of The Hobbit, but I knew nothing about the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. Um, Isn't that the same attitude you had towards Harry Potter? Like, you hadn't read the books, right? And correct. you didn't even read, you didn't even watch the movies until, like, they were out way later, right? Yeah, well, I saw the first, <clears throat> I saw the first three and a half. Um, All right. Because Star Wars had just ended, and um, 
I would my college roommate. I was looking for a new franchise oh, right. to get into, that's and right. my college roommate was like, "Oh yeah, check these out." And I watched the first three, binged them. I was like, "Ah, pretty good." Mm-hmm. And then I saw the fourth one, fell asleep, and then I just never life happened. Never right. Um, and then saw the seventh movie on when I took your sister out for a date and showed right. her a good time. That's right. Uh, we hey, you want to go? Want to go to Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really going to get her going. Yeah. It makes me look tall when I'm standing next to a bunch of kids. Um, except they were all teenagers, and so they were still taller than me. Uh, but uh, So we had seen that, and then the last movie, I was like, well, that was pretty good. And mm-hmm. then that gave me the desire to go back. and. So, um, but yeah. Sorry, it, I digress. No, it was. Um, but I, I, watched the, I watched all the Lord of the Rings in theaters, um, <clears throat> but I didn't read the books. And... I got them on DVD when they came out on DVD, and I watched Fellowship mm-hmm. once. My parents bought me Two Towers and Return of the King. I don't think I really watched it again on DVD. It was just one of those long movies. I mm-hmm. never had the urge to watch it. Um, when The Hobbit came out, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I read the book. Um, a lot of people hate on The Hobbit. I, I think it's fine. I, it's more lighthearted. It's, I right. like the music. Uh, I mean, the characters are good. And um, and maybe it's because I read the book that I tend to enjoy it uh, better. But Do you, So you enjoy The Hobbit more than Lord of the Rings, the I, trilogy? For different reasons. I think Lord of the Rings are better movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think The Hobbit is more rewatchable because it's more popcorn-y. Gotcha. I guess um, it's it, I mean it's more lighthearted it's more fun it's more a little bit campy at times mm-hmm. and stuff and and that's fine I, I think Martin Freeman uh, does a fantastic job as Bilbo mm-hmm. um, and he's he's probably one of the reasons why you like it so much yeah um, but <clears throat> since he stole your heart ever since uh, what's that movie called Hitchhiker's Guide? Yeah. 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 Ever since that movie, you're just yeah, like, just, anything he's in. Anything he's in. Mm-hmm. And actually, Love Actually. Um, oh, yeah. He was one of the stand-ins. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I think that was the first thing I saw him in. Um, but, uh, so we, Christy and I, we, we would watch The Hobbit. Gotcha. It, it came out on Christmas. We'd watch it every Christmas, and then she would want to watch Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So we watched Lord of the Rings. And since re-watching them every year, Lord of the Rings really grew on me to where... I, I mean, those are just hands down better movies, um, and I'm enjoying them more and more every time right. I watch them. So, yeah. Um, right now, I think it's about even, but I like them for different aspects of gotcha. it. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, how about you? Yeah, I, I I didn't read. I didn't even know about Lord of the Rings until it came out in the movies, okay. like in theaters. <clears throat> and I'm just I like fantasy movies, so I just one one day I, I you know I heard about Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's a, it's a trilogy. It's about books and i'd never heard of lord of the rings at all uh and yeah the, the so, trilogy is about books that's well, weird <laughs> the librarian yes <laughs> and the dewey decimal system <laughs> <laughs> oh man that would have been a thrilling the return of the hours. index cards <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like dewey decimal system what the <laughs> fuck are these dance talking about you heard of google <laughs> but uh so I, I never heard of lord of the rings and uh I heard of this trilogy of movies. They shot it all at once, which I'd never heard of. Mm-hmm. So I knew, okay, if I go see this movie, I know it's not going to end like uh, it's not going to have like the ending of this. Yeah. So it's, there's going to be two movies after. So okay, I'll go. I'll go see it. And I just 
loved it. I couldn't believe how good it was. Um, and then after that, I immediately got the Lord of the, you know, two towers, all that stuff, read it all, loved it, fell in love with the lore, all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, t- I, t- I am a Lord of the Rings fan. I enjoy, I enjoy Tolkien's writing. I think he's, he's a great writer. Um, like the Hobbit. Um, I enjoy the, I enjoy the Hobbits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you're right. It's very lighthearted, but I prefer Lord of the Rings. I think it's probably my favorite trilogy of all time. Movie wise, I would say, uh, yeah. So my expectations for, for this show, I was looking forward to it cause I am a fan. Um, they weren't high though, because I know what it's based off of. They basically bought the rights to appendices, mm-hmm. which I, I mean, I'm not that crazy into Lord of the Rings where I read the appendices because there's just a lot of characters where, because what was it? The Similarian? Similarian? Similarian. I never read that. Okay. It's about the second age, all that stuff. Uh, thousands of years before Frodo and the mm-hmm. ring and all that stuff. So I never got in that in depth to it. So when I knew that this show is about that, I got worried because, you know, back to game of Thrones, uh, it, there's no story. It's just a description of a character or mm-hmm. uh, a race or yeah. whatever. So yeah, I'm, to okay, where Game great. of Thrones in the last two seasons, you had an <clears throat> right. outline, you had, they had to flush out. Right. You thought it was going to be something similar to where, oh, now they just have bits and paragraphs yeah. of s- random shit, and they're trying to make right. a story around those right. canonical items. So now it's so now it's essentially fan fiction where uh, you got it's all in the writers and the showrunners mm-hmm. to make a good show. Um, so the, all the weight is on them, and they're they're not. Tolkien so yeah I got I got worried I, I didn't really have high expectations for it going into it but I still wanted to watch it to see what was going to come out of it because I am a fan of mm-hmm. that lore um, so yeah I was not like House of the Dragon I was not necessarily looking forward to this mm-hmm. um, for different reasons um, not that I was concerned one I one I was concerned I was like I, I knew they were basing it off the appendices and I I didn't know if there was a story. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were <clears throat> creating this show because Amazon wanted something to compete with Game of Thrones or have a Game of Thrones like which they did thing and yeah. they bought the rights to it. Yep. Um and I feel like that was the main motivation, not necessarily somebody's passion for bringing a story to the screen. Mm-hmm. Um and I think overall things like that tend to suffer. Right. Um, it's crazy how much money they spent for this IP. Yeah, like two hundred fifty million dollars just for the just for the rights. Yeah. To and tell then the story for each season, I think is about a hundred million. Yeah, eighty to one hundred million per episode or something like that. It's eight the, episodes, and it's like a half a billion dollars. Yes. We're planning on spending for crazy, the, for a um, streaming show that's just insane. Yeah. So I, there's a lot riding on this show. They're, they're feeling the pressure over there at Amazon streaming service. I mean, they'll be fine. I mean, yeah. You have this this e-commerce thing well, going on. No. <laughs> yeah, the, Amazon definitely won't get fine. tears from me uh, <laughs> or keep me up at night wondering if yeah. they're going to make their uh, nut. So I, I love uh, people are like, oh, this show's the downfall of Amazon. I'm like, no, I think uh, Amazon's uh, fine. And it'll be just fine. Tweeting that is the, from their Amazon Fire. All right. Their- What's a billion dollars to Jeff Bezos? He pisses, uh, he wipes his ass with billion dollar bills every yeah. day. Yeah. So we both enjoy Lord of the Rings. The yes. Movies. Okay. Yes. 
I think we can. Yeah, that's. I agree. I like. I, I love those movies. Like I said, it's my favorite trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, leading up to this, there's been of the release like there, <clears throat> there's been teasers. There's been yeah uh, articles. People get up in arms and oh about yeah, shit. it's crazy. Um, the have you followed much of that? Oh yeah, at all? Yeah. Like I said, ever since we've started this podcast, I de- I definitely follow a lot more review. YouTube videos. I listen to a lot of uh, movie review podcasts just to gauge where we are. Mm-hmm. You know, get some ideas maybe, or what, what are the other? What what are they talking about? I don't want to talk about the same things with you. Yeah. Um, uh, they, maybe this just repeat the same shit over and over. It's not interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like the community now is it's one side is uh, this is the worst show ever. It's uh, not Tolkien you know that side mm-hmm. and then the other side is oh this is the most amazing thing that's ever come out of uh, any streaming service it's like the best show ever Ugh. so you know th- so like anything else nowadays everything's divided yeah. into teams yeah, and it's, it's everything's like, black and white exactly heaven forbid you have a shade of gray right exactly um so i i came into it before watching it knowing what both sides were and i just went okay is it is it good you know mm-hmm. what's the story about let's just judge it off that yeah um and then go from there. Cool. Well, yeah. First impressions. Um, they're not off to a good start, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. Um, I'm being nice, uh, very nice. I, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't enjoy it. It's very slow. Um, the dialogue is cr- very cringe. Uh, I, I have a couple of clips to kind of back up. You know, cat have some receipts for my opinions here. Um. And I just don't. I, I talked to you a little bit about it. I don't. I think they made a mistake having the main protagonist be an elf, mm-hmm. just because elves in, especially in Lord of the Rings, it, it and in, in Tolkien, they're they're very like wooden and uh, proper. Th- there's not a lot of emotion. Ethereal beings. Yes, they're very wise and yep. proper, um, graceful. They're yes. We're not supposed to be able to relate to. You're them. not exactly. So it it. To have them be the main driving force of the show and to follow that character, it's very boring mm-hmm. and it's not. Uh, I was more interested in like the dwarves or uh, uh, like the the men like in Lord of the Rings, like you know Aragon yeah. or or Frodo and mm-hmm. Sam because they had flaws or Gandalf even. Yeah, he you know Gandalf, yeah he's a wizard and he's wise, but he made mistakes all throughout that journey. So I mean, and like the elves in in Lord of the Rings, they. They were a little immature, but you knew that they kind of had an understanding of what could happen, what might happen. They could see in the future, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, and Gladriel in Lord of the Rings, she was like probably the wisest character mm-hmm. and knew the most. And she'd probably be the person you would want to go to for advice on mm-hmm. something. Um, yeah. So it, it's it's and I think it's it was it's tough, especially to have one an elf as your main character. Um, I, I don't think it, it can't be done, but picking Galandriel mm-hmm. when the episode one opened up and she was making her little ship yep. and I was thinking, I was like, oh, okay. She, she's going to be not just a character. She's going to be a main character. Mm-hmm. Um, I immediately had flashbacks to uh, the prequels for Star Wars to where you had Darth Vader and, oh, 
You like Darth Vader, right? Yeah, he's cool. Great. You want to see him as a kid? What? No. <laughs> hey, guys, you like Boba Fett? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's cool. Great. You want to see him when he's a kid? <laughs> no. And I, I the same thing to where they're removing their they are removing the mystique mm-hmm. behind that character because she is probably one of my favorite characters in Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Oh yeah, I definitely. especially love it. I mean, I I I, I love it so hard. When she Ooh. goes into PMS mode, really hard, and the, uh, yeah. the colors in verse, and she yes. like starts talking. <laughs> I'll be the greatest <laughs> of all time. You are all bowed to me. Yeah. And love that. Love her character. I like the unspoken uh, romance between uh, Gandalf and Galadriel. Galadriel. Yeah, to where you kind of felt like they had something in the past, kind of a thing. And she's the only one who calls him Mithendria. Yeah, and it's like it's like her sweet nothing, her term of endearment. Yep. Sweetheart, and babe, darling. Yeah. The uh, I, I like that. I, I'm not opposed to learning more about those characters, but having them be a main character, an effective protagonist, a main character, you need to give them flaws. And I think that's part of what part of what I enjoyed about Galandriel was sure, she probably had flaws. I don't need to know what they are. Mm-hmm. She probably figured them out thousands of years ago, which maybe this is kind of what that story is going to be doing mm-hmm. to where it's going to show her arc into, which they would have a way to go. But um, I I don't know. It's it's a concern because you're taking a very beloved character and that you're starting to peel away everything and it better be good. Yeah. Because if it's not, you're going to, you run a high risk of ruining the character as opposed to still having the character, but not necessarily focusing on that character. So yeah, um, yeah, that that is a current concern for me. Um, overall, my first impressions. I, I agree with you. I don't. I don't think it's off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they uh, ten thousand foot view. I think they're they're hopping around too many too people. much. Um, they the first episode especially I mean it hopped five different storylines or however many it yeah. was and I didn't care about any anybody of them yeah at the end of the first episode yeah. and that's not that 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 shouldn't be mm-hmm. in this day and age before I would give uh, four episodes for a TV show yep and and that's just to kind of get into the the feeling of the show you don't have that luxury anymore. I feel like, especially with as many shows as there are and movies that come out, um, you have to engage people quickly. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think they failed on that aspect of it. Um, yeah, I, I think of the uh, first episode of game of Thrones where, uh, they didn't hop around at all. It all took place in Winterfell. Mm -hmm. Like it, and it was all just getting to know the characters. They needed to do that with this. They could have just focused they did on the same thing with the House of the Dragon. They focused right. on the king, his family, and that's it. Yep. Yeah. One setting. Yeah. And I feel like they needed to do that. Um, obviously, all these different people are probably going to meet up at some point. Sure. Be a new fellowship or whatever. But um, it's it's uh, I I I worry that they're going to. The main the the main hook to the show, I because you know the the writers are are uh, 
bad, bad robot disciples of jj abrams like they they co-wrote star trek beyond and executive producer of it was from bad robot too they just have a tendency to want to fuck me like center center the story around like a mystery like uh and i I feel like what they've known at the end of the second episode when they open up a fucking exactly uh, pulp fiction box exactly what did you call it? The the, the Giffen or yeah, MacGuffin? <laughs> MacGuffin. The uh, just show us the fucking thing. Exactly. Like it doesn't matter. Right. Like so the focus isn't on the characters. They like to focus on like the mystery of whatever. Like I I think what they're gonna do is because they can't write fucking characters. There's gonna be a mystery about who is Sauron, which I already have a theory on who that is, and then what's in the box that the dwarves open up. Um, With Paltrow's head. And you're and what they're building. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's always it's going to be subverted. So you think it's the Arkenstone when they open up the box? It's probably not going to be the Arkenstone. It can't be the Arkenstone because right. the Arkenstone wasn't discovered until I think it was Thor and Oakenshield's grandfather. Right. Was during his reign. One of the yeah, one of the and yeah, one, one of the, the miners, miners found it. Found it, and, and that was that was way w- after way right? after this because right. we're introduced to Durin. Yeah, and Durin's day, which is like a fucking dwarf holiday that's right i mean <laughs> Doran's like holiday. a 30 year old or no Doran's probably 50 years old yeah i think he says he's lived a half a century yeah. well his probably. his dad in the show is during i think during the first he's during okay. the second yeah um, yeah so but they're trying to like because you are a fan of the hobbit they're gonna be like oh the audience is gonna think this is the arkenstone and we're gonna subvert their expectations it's gonna be something else common fucking sense knows it's not well the i'm telling you that's I'm what they're thinking a shit right now <laughs> in my pants Right. what I'm doing. The stranger that comes out of the comet, people want, they want you to think it's Gandalf and it's probably not going to be Gandalf. It's probably going to be some, somebody else. And then who is Sauron? And I, I have a feeling like I, I know they're going with the guy that's on the boat with Galadriel. I think that's who's going to be Sauron at the end of this show. Mm. Um, just because he's the one you would least expect it. But they, they hint at it uh, with the dialogue on that boat when the worm's coming and he says something like uh, uh, like your looks can be deceiving or something like very obvious I can't remember he said something like oh looks can looks can be deceiving like who is she blah 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 and he's like oh looks can be deceiving I'm like oh my god I'm like that's a tell I'm like what and the way they shot it too like a close up of his face like the, the rest of that scene, he was kind of like a certain like distance away. And then for that specific line of dialogue, they centered on his face and they were closer up. I'm like, they wanted you to focus on that line of dialogue for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. They did a different camera tactic. I'm like, oh, my God. Mm. It's like a li- very subtle thing that I noticed. And I'm like, oh, my, you know, is this what they're doing? Would they be doing that? Because I, I like- think so. That's what I, that's how I feel. I could be wrong, but that's that's what I'm predicting. Because, well, yeah, I guess they could. Because I'm trying to think, because Sauron's been around for already. For, for a while. Like, yeah. For a couple hundred years. Right. Yeah, what? Cause, yeah. Because she's been searching for him for hundreds of you know centuries, and she can't find him, and maybe he's just, you know, fucking with her or whatever. And mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm right here under your nose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, God. I, well, I, well, I didn't know it was the same right. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's only two episodes. I mean, like I said, there. Uh, my first impressions are it's slow. The the dialogue's cringe, and it, it's just hard to recapture the magic of something that everyone likes so much. 
Yeah. Uh, and you're always comparing it to that. So they have that at a disadvantage. What do you think the number one... What, I guess, what do you think... Uh, what do you think some of the weaknesses are? All right. Can I play a clip here? Yes. No. Like I said, oh, you're not. Like I said, I have receipts here. Uh, this is an example of the dialogue that I was talking about that is... What, it, what is this clip from? It's from the very first episode. It's literally five minutes in. Uh, it's the longest somebody speaks, and I'm. it sets the tone, and I just couldn't believe how awful it was. Okay. And uh, here we go. Do you know why a ship floats and a stone cannot? Because the stone sees only downward. The darkness of the water is vast and irresistible. The ship feels the darkness as well, striving moment by moment to master her and pull her under. But the ship has a secret. For unlike the stone, her gaze is not downward but up, fixed upon the light that guides her, whispering of grander things than darkness ever knew. I mean, what? <laughs> it reminded me of, how can I say this? Uh, you know when you were in like middle school and your teacher was like, okay, we're going to write a poem. All right, it needs to be like seven lines and it needs to have this in it and it needs to rhyme a couple times and have it be about like your day. It's like, they're like, okay, uh, writers, we're going to, you need to have some dialogue here that's 30 seconds that needs to be impactful and maybe like a soliloquy of uh, <laughs> a yeah, metaphor. Something unique and right. Like, you, you felt I wanted to sound like Tolkien. Yeah. Like this is just not it. You felt like yeah. the writers were trying really hard. Yeah, really hard. Um, something else that bothered me in that scene also is right after Glandrill, young Glandrill asks, um, "Well, the water is the most awkward sentence I've ever heard in the human language. I wish I could find it, but it was." how do you know which way to look because the darkness reflects on the water as much as the light reflects it. Like, it was so... F like, Hold do on. You, do you have that? Yeah, here we go. Sometimes, the lights shine just as brightly reflected in the water as they do in the sky. It's hard to say which way is up and which way is down. I see what you're saying. That is confusing. Yeah, it, I mean, it just <laughs> felt awkward. Like, yeah. listening to it again, I was like, okay, I guess that's not that bad. I'm kind of a tard but it, it it was just an awkwardly worded thing right but she asked that question and i don't know if you're like and then his response he whispers in her ear he really I wanted to punch <laughs> myself in the eye i hate when characters yeah. whisper something when no one else is around them there's no need to wit like th that just comes off as creepy mm -hmm. like yeah. I, I think I'm just going to start doing that to people. Like, I'll be at work. And so, did you guys get those uh, reports in yet? Or how are projections looking? And I'll just kind of lean forward and just whisper something in their <laughs> ear. And walk away. And I'll just do it in a meeting. And I'm going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with them? <laughs> like, I, it, it takes me out of whatever I'm watching when people do that. Because it's false. Um, not conflict, but false mystery yeah anticipation right? yeah, yeah mystery 
I, I, you're right. It's it doesn't make sense for the character to whisper it in her ear. Yeah, it comes off as weird. Yeah, like, the fuck you, just fucking say it. I'm right here. Um, it, they only do it because they know people are watching this story. Mm-hmm. In a book, they don't do that. It's like, oh, whispered something inaudibly in the ear, which is going to be a callback for late, which I'm like, all right, this is going to pop up sometime later. It's supposed to be impactful. It would have worked better if, because they replayed this whole dialogue at the end of the The, the first episode. episode, yeah, yeah. And you, you heard what he whispered in her ear. Yeah. yeah, and then that's when they reveal what he whispered. and But they replayed everything else, too. So it's like, I, I remember this dialogue. Yes, it, I watched it 50 minutes ago. I'm not right, an idiot. Right. Just don't whisper it. Just say what the fuck you're going to say. Because at the end of like, because his response was, um, oh, sometimes you have to touch the darkness a little bit to tell or something to that yeah. effect to where so you have to experience both. Kind you have of to experience thing. darkness to know the difference. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they could have just ended the scene right there mm-hmm. and like, Oh, okay. And then at the end, if they're going to replay that dialogue anyways, just all you'd have to do is just replay that clip. If you want to replay something like that. But I, I, I would think audiences can remember right something that happened an hour ago. But yeah, um, yeah that, that opening scene bothered. That was the thing that bothered me about the opening scene. I just hate when they whisper for no reason at all, mm-hmm. other than the fact that they want to hide something from the audience. Right. And it's, if what you say, if you, what you have to say is not that interesting to where them not saying it at all is more interesting than just don't fucking say it. Yeah. And a lot of the dialogue, another thing that griped me was the characters like to describe things that are on that you're seeing, like they'll describe a tree or a person or the situation itself. One thing that comes to mind was like, you know, an, an, an elf and a human have never uh, been together in all the years, uh, like to drive home. Hey, this, this romance is forbidden mm-hmm. when you already knew that Yeah. in the scene prior, it, you don't need to explain it to or the, in the audience. movies prior. Right. You don't need to explain it. Yeah. I, I understand it. Or when <clears throat> Gladriel is in, in uh, the, the elven city or whatever, and she's, I have a clip here on it just to, again, exp- it, it goes into why I don't think a, an elf should be the protagonist. Cause these are the conversations that you have that, to fill the time. And mm-hmm. it's just, Oh my God, you can't, you can't do this. And it's just describing things around her. Like, I know I see it. You yeah. don't have to describe it. Mm-hmm. To, we see it. Yeah. We see it. So I'm gonna play a clip of some more awesome dialogue here. And again, it goes it point. It drives home. I mean, you just can't, I just don't agree with centering the protagonist around elves. They're just not interesting enough. Galadriel. Elrond. Lindonelje kavalisanen. Lisanen mi kavna. I hear it said that when you cross over, you hear a song. One whose memory we all carry. And you are immersed in a light more intoxicating than any sensation in all of Middle-earth. When I was a child, it was the only feeling I knew. And look at you now. Commander of the Northern Armies. Warrior of the Wastelands. <laughs> I half expected you to arrive caked in grime and mud. This time frostbite and troll blood. <laughs> and semen. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that, uh, I, yeah, so it starts off. She, they're they're looking at the you know the light of Valinor when when they go home. You know, it's a light. It's and I'm like, yeah, I can see it. You're, you're looking at a picture of it on on carved in wood, and it's just no. I I I understand. They had a lot of that dialogue, and there was a horrible movie, um, <laughs> called Goodbye World. And, uh, I've never I've never heard of that. Uh, well, there's a reason. The <laughs> people compared it to like the Big Chill. Um, okay. And it was something happens like uh, a computer network or I don't know. It stars um, the daughter and Hook and okay Vinny Chase from Entourage. Adrian, what's his face? Yeah, and so it's a bunch of. It was written by people who probably went to Brown University. Okay. Or, but like, they have you have these group of friends that are together, and uh, they they would have dialogue to where someone's having doubts about themselves or what they should do with their life, and then you have another character come in. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you're so and so. You've done this. And you've done this. You got in a debate with the dean at her college and won. <laughs> like that. That was a line, and I'm like, "No, you didn't. Right? No, no you fucking didn't." And <clears throat> it, it yeah, I hate yeah. dialogue that just exposes how great somebody is. And it fucking right. show us. Just show us. Right. Instead of talking, and they did a little bit of <laughs> did quite a bit about uh, that in these two episodes, especially with um, was it Dory. Nori and Poppy. And okay, yeah. which, by the way, did they go out of their way to find two women that look like Frodo, Frodo and, and Sam? Sam? I think so. I mean, they didn't even try there. Like, there were no. some shots I was like, it's fucking Frodo. It's Frodo, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's fucking. Yeah. Well, and they're called Harfoots. They can't say Hobbits because they don't own the rights to, to Hobbit. They have to call them Harfoots because of that. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was yeah. different. No. Great. Um, <laughs> so we're getting flavorite versions That's right. of Yeah. Of, it's uh, uh what's what was that races pop, in this? What was that pop called that was like uh like R not R C Cola. Maybe it was R C Cola. Fango? <laughs> Fago. Fago. Yes. Fango. It's like Fago. Your yeah. mom was like, It's Pepsi, it's Coke. I'm like mm-hmm. it's Fago. This is Mountain Mist. I said Mountain <laughs> Dew. <laughs> the uh but they did a lot of that to where when the when the guy falls out of the sky and or the wizard falls out of the sky yeah and nori's like trying to help him and then poppy's like oh what are you doing why are you always doing this and i was like the dude like fell like 10 seconds ago yeah like i feel like that would be a conversation like 3 days after she's watching him right and caring for him and stuff like that to where it starts becoming a burden and a hassle gotcha um yeah, that would be smart to where and and watch that scene, because as Nori's going down into the crater to go get him, I shit you not. Poppy says, Nori, I see your face. What are you thinking? She has her back to her. I was like, you don't see her face. Mm, I didn't notice that. It just like occurred. I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was like probably some ADR track or something like that. Gotcha. And because it was a wide shot, nothing needed to be said. But it, they were wanting to hammer home that Nori likes to look after people. Show us that. Right. 
and then have that conversation of why are you doing this it's who we are no it's who you are i get it she's caring you're not i understand like it, it's the over-the-top dialogue to like really hammer home what the writers are trying to do mm-hmm. and it's not done well yeah um it's and i think they're I mean, and part of the problem probably is, too, because they're hopping around to so many different storylines. Yeah. And so they have to cram all the shit in there, and they don't have the luxury to uh, really build out these characters immediately, which is ironic because it's television, and you have mm-hmm. a, a, lot of time. a lot of time to fill. Yeah. Um, but, no, I get what you're saying with that, with those dialogues, and it... it it's irritating because it just takes you out of it and it makes you feel stupid when you're watching it. Yeah. I thought it, I thought the dialogue was pretty good once it got to the, uh, the dwarf scene. Um, cause that's, I probably enjoyed the dwarf scene the most because I like the two actors. Uh, uh, I don't, I can't, I don't know who plays the, I know it's Duran. I don't know who plays him. And then Disa, right? Is that his wife? Disa? Uh, I believe I think. so. Yeah. I think, uh, I know there was a lot of, you know, this show had like, you know, uh, it's diversity for diversity's sake or whatever the case may be. But Disa was probably m- one of the more enjoyable parts. I-, I thought she was really good. Yeah. And I, I can, I've heard legitimate arguments for adding the diversity for diversity's sake in the story because it's based off northern mythology Mm -hmm. and i get that i'm not a diet hard enough fan to really give a shit yeah yeah, that neither um the only thing that bothered me was and it was the first the first time i saw an image here i'm trying to find her characters um duran's wife i don't know that (laughs) duran's wife is that misogynist of me Yeah, yeah yeah um disa I, I'm pretty sure it's Disa. Okay. Pretty sure. So the first time I think they had like Empire, I think had a photo shoot mm-hmm. and they had a, a photo of her. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I everyone, the promo photos. Everyone got up in arms because, um, she was black. The thing that I noticed first time looking at that picture was, Oh, a hobbit. Oh, you thought it was a hobbit? I thought it was. Yeah, I yeah. thought she was a hobbit, and then you're like, "Oh no, she plays a dwarf." And I'm like, and the very first thing that popped into my head was, um, I believe it is Gimli that said, "The wives have beard, like dwarf women have." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, he was talking about Galadriel, and he's like, "Ah, nah, too hairless for me," or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. my women. Uh, Harry. Sometimes dwarf women are mistaken for dwarf men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. where they it's the beards that give it. Yeah, like, yeah. And I was like, she doesn't have a beard. Yeah. And th- that was the first thing that popped into my eyes. I was like, I thought dwarf women had beards, which I think would have been interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like yeah. as a race of... I thought, I thought she had some sh- sort of like a soul patch. Like when I was rewatching, I'm like, does she have like hair on her face? I think she just might have a pronounced chin or something. Fuck, maybe, but I don't but know. yeah, they could have done it to where it was like more subtle. Yeah. Not yeah almost yeah. like not a total chin strap thing, but just like yeah. longer sideburns or something like that. Um, 
to where it like if you glance at them, they almost would have yeah. more masculine features. But no, I enjoyed her a lot, and actually, um, that was one of the things I brought up because the first episode of Christine I watched, and she's sweet on everything, so she's like, "Oh, Christine, oh, yeah, that's, pretty, that's pretty good." Yeah, yeah. She, she's she's an optimist. Yeah, yeah. I haven't beaten that out of her yet. <laughs> she well, she hasn't. She thinks the world is sunshine and rainbows, and everyone's nice, and mm-hmm. uh, so I'm trying to bring her down. Yeah. Uh, I want her to live in my nihilist bubble for a little bit. Like, I want you to understand how horrible (laughs) life is. But no. um, So she's like, yeah, it's pretty good. And I told her, I was like, it it didn't feel like Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. It felt like generic medieval fantasy show. Fantasy show. Yeah. yeah. Like, I felt like it was a offshoot of Willow. Yeah. Okay. And even though Willow is more entertaining Mm -hmm. than the first episode of this one was. It wasn't until the second episode when Elrond goes to visit Dirk. Kaza Doom or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that scene, I I have a clip for this. So it's the, they do the, the rock breaking uh, competition. And if he loses, if Elrond loses, he's banished from all dwarvish, dwarvish uh, kingdoms Mm -hmm. and mines forever mm-hmm. uh he can't he's just banished right and he loses and uh he asks duran who's supposedly his friend uh, hey uh can you walk me out remarkable i never dreamed to find your city so changed well 20 years will do that has it been only 20 just tell me your secret our secrets are our own. Durin, have I offended you? To answer that one, we'd need a longer left. If you wish to discharge me without explanation, that is your choice. Better feathery shirt it takes. But before squandering the best opportunity any dwarf princess had in a generation, you might at least listen to the proposal I bring. Ah, there it is. The true purpose of your visit. You want something. I journeyed here to see my friend whom I greatly miss. Missed? You missed my wedding? The birth of my children, two of them. You cannot barge into my mountain and demand I welcome you with open arms. You cannot claim that which you discarded. Discarded, Twenty years may be the blink of an eye to an elf. But I've lived an entire life in that time. A life you missed. So, I feel like that was probably the best interaction. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Between two characters in the first two episodes, by far. Um, I thought that... So, I'll get into the, like, uh, the rhythm and music and stuff, because I, I thought this show did that awfully, mm-hmm. terribly. But that scene there, it started... I was like, okay, the music is where it needs to be. It's it's the right tone. They got it... I think they got it right at that moment for that, that piece of dialogue. Mm-hmm. The rest of the show, no. That not good at all. That scene, and then the scene immediately following, which we have a clip for that, mm-hmm. yeah. is the first time it felt like a Lord of the Rings, a Hobbit story. Right, right, right. Like felt like in that universe because it had, um, at least with this scene particularly, one I think it does a better job showing the background of these characters more so than any other. Mm-hmm. One Durin's a new character that you meet in this episode, but you find out more about Elrond and it 
it illuminates his past in a way that is interesting and that would put you in a position to where you wouldn't f- mind finding out more about mm-hmm. Elrond's past, especially with his friendship with Durin, to where it's, I, I don't care if Galandriel went and did all these amazing things and someone tells me about it later because we never saw that. Right, yeah. Um, these two, when they're on that, they're on the lift going up, uh, I mean, the acting's well done, but you can feel that friendship. Mm-hmm. And you can feel the guy who plays Durin does such a remarkable job of expressing that emotion of losing his friend for 20 years mm-hmm. and not having that connection. Yeah. Um, and But it also informs the viewer that elves are in a different, not existential, but like... They experienced life differently differently than everybody else to Mm -hmm. where he's like oh yeah i'm gonna go visit my good friend durin and he has no idea that he's just been away way too long yeah and that elves forget how time moves for everybody else Mm -hmm. um i i think it's very well done um and that was the first time i was like okay now now we're getting into the the swing of things um and i want to find out more about these two Right. So go ahead and uh, play the second one. Apologies to Visa and you're off. No getting better acquainted. No reminiscing about the past and absolutely no staying for dinner. Understood. Oh, the beard. No, this cannot be Elrond, can it? I fear so, fair lady. Tell me you were coming. Durin didn't know. I've been remiss in not visiting sooner. An oversight for which I am here to humbly ask forgiveness. You're staying for dinner. He's leaving. He's staying. He's leaving. He's staying. Hey! I told you two to stay out of my head. I told you we monsters to stay in bed. Oh, come on. Dare that gangway. Come on. Hurry along. Make yourself comfortable, please. But not too comfortable. Gamley, please. Takes us to the salt pines, the both of you. fools and So... And that was the first time I actually did the humor in a proper way. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, and the acting too. Yeah, and, and that's and that's why you need an elf to interact with someone other than an elf. Yeah, because, because there's some gravitas to the scene, there's some character to mm-hmm. it. And it's to, more entertaining. Yeah, yeah, elves are meant to be supplemental characters. Yes, they're not. I mean, they're not people you relate to, right? Um, because they are too wooden. They're too stoic. They're too <clears throat> almost um, too perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And not all pe- flaws there. Yeah, people can't tend to, to not relate to that. Um, but that was the first. This episode and those two scenes were the first to really make really that I felt. I was like, okay, this this feels like a Lord of the Rings kind of a thing because it has that lightheartedness, has a seriousness, and they're not even when they were angry or when Durin was angry at him. It wasn't, I guess. In, they're not being shitty for being shitty for because that's what the scene requires. It was believable for that character. And it wasn't, and he wasn't being mean to him to get back at him with revenge. He was being mean to him 
and disregarding him because he was hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, that his friend didn't come and visit, and yeah. he missed his wedding. He missed the his uh, the birth of his two children because he wanted to experience that with his friend. And that I think is one of the the things that Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit does so well, and why I think a lot of people are fans of those because the people and the characters in th- these uh, stories are what people would like act how people would like other people to act they act with honor they act with um emotion um and they feel sadness i mean they're 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 very believable people Mm -hmm. and i think that's why a lot of fans gravitate to these stories because one um it's just the age-old uh what am i trying to say uh it's just that classical storytelling to where, yeah, they're flawed, but they're they're always striving to be better. Right. And um, and it's not people well, aren't people aren't being petty in these <clears throat> stories. They're they're always acting from their heart and from what they think is right and um, to some higher purpose. So yeah, and it, it was the few the few interactions where I really cared about the characters. The other the other. All the other storylines, I just didn't care. Yeah, because I don't, I don't I know them. Care. I didn't which I didn't know. I mean, I knew Elrond. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know Durin. That, I think they nailed that. But now it's at a point to where it's dangerous for the show because I'm interested now in those two characters. Right. Only. You're not interested in the main <laughs> protagonist. Yeah. I don't care about Gladiel's like, journey at all at this point. Yeah. They've set her up so terribly. I don't care about Arondir and um, I, I don't even remember her name, the, the human that he's in love with, because they didn't, they just kind of jumped into it. They could have built it up in throughout the whole season, but mm-hmm. they kind of just jumped into it and like, oh, they love each other. How do you yeah, know? Because they, they gaze longingly at each yeah, other. And he he wants to say something, but he can't. But he can't. I'm like, oh my god, this, uh, are they just? They just didn't have the dialogue, or did they think the actors couldn't handle it? Was there no chemistry I if they spoke to each other? So they're like to set too many people up. I mean, it's I could care less about them. I now I think what probably would have been better if they wanted to introduce all these different characters, give them each an episode. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And really flush them out. Um, and it's it's funny because these flush, writers flush flush, flush? yeah flush no, them in flush. the toilet jet you just flush this whole like a turd right yeah that's where the, that's where turds go right yeah so it, it goes clockwise and this thing in Australia then it goes the other way yeah and the other way right so. well um, what I was gonna say bad robot one thing one reason why I did like Lost is they did dedicate a single episode to like one character mm-hmm. they, they would spend the whole episode on that one character and then the next episode the next one and then the next one you wouldn't even get to another character interacting with another character like until eight episodes down the line so they would build they would build the the backstory of every person and they would they would flesh it out in one episode dedicated to them oh, yeah. I think they should have done that right if they wanted to have all those different storylines that's the way they should have gone about yeah it. yeah um now maybe they were afraid to do that because well people won't stick they they, they need they, they need action yeah, now they're stimulus. not going to be able to they won't was like they've they've made six movies to have a following of people just fucking walking right i'm pretty sure they'll stick with the season of right. a show 
Have you ever if seen? If it's done right, have you ever seen Clerks too? Or never seen Clerks? They're two. fighting over the. Yeah, it's a, it's <laughs> even so. the trees walked in that. <laughs> um, Randall. Yeah. Oh, that's great. But I, I think they just went about it completely wrong. I think, um, or figure out who the story is about. I mean, if it's about Glandriel. It's a misstep because you're supposed to you're supposed to feel for her because her brother was killed by Sauron. Yeah, and that's what motivates I don't, I don't her. Care. I mean, he was in one scene. And he whispers well, in her ear like a creep. It doesn't fit with the nature of an elf. Like, uh, it it doesn't fit with their nature. Their nature isn't revenge. It, it, it goes beyond anything that describes Elrond or Celebrimbor or any of the elves that you read in the book. They're not motivated by mm-hmm. revenge because. It'd be all too consuming, and they're smarter than that. Yeah. They're wise. They, they, they wouldn't too long, right? For they, that to be they know what the effect of revenge would be on like the soul, so they wouldn't waste their time with such a a petty feeling. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I think I don't I don't know if it's just going to concentrate on. Every, I hope it doesn't do a lot of this hopping. Yeah, because it's just going to be instances of oh god, I don't care about this. Yeah. Oh, 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 now we're back here. I, I don't care about this. Yeah. And there's only one thing that I care about, and it's Durin and Elrond. Yeah, I know. Their relationship. I, I want to see what they did. Yeah. And uh, that built Because now it seems like they're on, you know, they kind of like each other. At least they're on the, the, yeah. the path to. Well, they always liked each other. It's just like his yeah, yeah. dwarves are stubborn and. Yeah, yeah. Like that whole thing. Never so. trust an elf. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. Um, so kind of getting into the other aspects of the show, uh, I thought it looked like a TV show. It didn't feel like, uh, just a, a massive like production that $500 million was spent to, to produce. I, kinda, you know what I mean? I kind of disagree. Really? I thought, I, I think the show looks great. Okay. Um, there are... I mean, there's some shots in there that I was like, ah, Jesus, green screen. Um, yeah. That stand out. But I like the practical effects of, I think there was a shot of an orc, and it looked like an orc from Lord of the Rings, as opposed to the orcs from uh, The you're, Hobbit. You're not talking about the orc that was in the cabin? No. Okay, that orc looked terrible. No. I'm d- it was at the beginning, like there, it was during the narration. Or something. Oh, okay, it was yeah, like the, a the quick shot, the or battles. Something. Maybe and stuff. it was footage from some, I don't know, but uh, previously shot footage or whatever. But, um, but I think, uh, I think the set design's fine. I think the scenery shots uh, are fine. Um, I mean, I think it, I think it looks pretty good. Um, I think it looks slightly better than The Hobbit. Uh, I mean, The Hobbit had a bunch of stuff. It was shot in 48 frames a second, mm-hmm. and so it had, and they were doing it in 3D, and they were doing all this shit. So, that, I mean, all that stuff suffered. But, um, but I, I feel like it looks, it looks fine. Right. I mean, it doesn't look as real and gritty as what Lord of the Rings does, but it doesn't feel as polished and fake as what The Hobbit does. So you, you feel like it's in between? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Um, I disagree. Okay. I you're, think you're wrong. I think the fact that you're saying it's fine, I'm like, well, five hundred million dollars. If I was Jeff Bezos, I'm like, I spent five hundred million fucking dollars on this. It better not look fine. But I think and it's five hundred million across all the seasons. So I, it's just like, this season. Just this season? Yeah. 
Well, it's two hundred fifty million dollars for the IP, and then it's like eighty to one hundred million dollars an episode. And there's eight episodes. Jesus, really? Yeah, it's very expensive. Um, and another thing, another thing, why I feel like it looks like a TV show is because I'm I'm watching House of the Dragon at the same time, and that feels more like a, a movie in a lot of aspects. Like I, I feel mm-hmm. like the production design is better. I think the effects are better, both practical and digital. It just looks better than this does. And they didn't spend nearly as much money as Amazon did for this. Yeah. They, they really skimped on the director though. Um, <laughs> you talking who Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Is uh, it J a, uh, Bayana, 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 who did, uh, Jurassic, did, Jurassic world, fallen kingdom. Yeah. The, uh, the iconic, that's Fallen right. Kingdom. Um, yeah. But, okay. I, I, I will say the music is god-awful. It's, it's bad. And I think that is the main reason why I feel like it doesn't feel like a Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It feels they, they went to Pond 5 or some other music website that you could get generic royalty-free music, and I feel like it's a cheap imitation um, yeah, the opening credits that they did for episode two sounded like, of course, Howard Shore. Howard Shore did it. Yeah, did it. And but I didn't like the main title. It was like, Da-na-na-na-na. it was like a cheap transition. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. I'm like, it feels like a like a soap opera intro kind of with the, the way the titles just came in. It was just weird. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel. Like you know how Lord of the Rings came out, it was like and it was like this gritty like like ancient letters that yeah. came up and stuff. It was like like it was forged like yeah. in the granite. This was like a digital. Mm-hmm. It, it it was it, I didn't like it. Yeah, I th- I think the music um, missed the mark completely. I don't. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, completely missed the mark. It d- it didn't sound like Lord of the Rings. Um, House of the Dragon nailed it. Mm-hmm. They had different um, the arrangements of the theme playing throughout the episodes. And this, I felt like it was just generic. Yeah. I don't know if there just wasn't enough strings or if they weren't capturing the mood right. Um, because I feel like it was like super intense when it shouldn't be super intense. Yeah. And it was... Uh, other times I just wouldn't notice the music. It wouldn't support anything that was going on. And it, I think that was probably the main reason why it didn't feel like, and I'm not expecting them to reuse the score from the movies, but they're spending this much money on the TV show. The score should be a little bit better. Just get fucking Howard Shore to do it. Right. And Hey, I, we need it sounding like it, but not be the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings, but we need, um, a theme for, these characters theme for these characters theme for these characters theme for this situation theme for this situation like and they could reuse it um or different arrangements of it but at least i feel like getting him to do it would have been able to produce that sound a little bit better yeah Uh, because the the main title song i think was it's okay it's fine but it sounded like it belonged in that story yeah um it's not the best i mean obviously i mean they probably gave the guy two weeks or a week to right. make and something. But the, the score in Lord of the Rings, it's like I, it's to me, it's iconic. Just the mm-hmm. the, the score, da-na, da-na, like it's yeah, it's you recognize it right away. And so the way they did the dialogue with the music, it's not, 
there's a rhythm to it that like Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit just it enhances the dialogue and the performance. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know I'm gonna play a couple of clips here. Where, clips here where um, you can you can hear it, you can see the rhythm. The dialogue's better when they're in conjunction and they have that rhythm. It just amplifies the scene. Yep. And of course, when you have Elijah Wood and Kate Beckinsale, mm-hmm. two great actors, or you have Kate Ian McKellen. Beckinsale. Sorry, Kate Blanchett. Jesus right. Christ, there's too many fucking Kates. <laughs> you like movies? <laughs> too many Kates. Um, Bosworth. But I mean, the acting's obviously better in the movies because the actors here they're they're okay they're, there's there's some moments where it's like cw acting mm-hmm. like galadriel especially and then got rendier and what's her face it's very soap opera-y like overacted that's let's I, listen yeah let's listen to this i passed the test i will diminish and go into the west You are a ring bearer, Frodo. To bear a ring of power is to be alone. This is Nenya, the ring of adamant, and I am its keeper. This task was appointed to you, and if you do not find a way, no one will. I mean, come on. The dialogue's mm-hmm. great. It's not over. Oh God, just it's not, not over descriptive and just over rambling, yeah. you know. And then you, you you could hear the the subtleties and the music and the differences when they're going line by line. Mm-hmm. It's just really well done. Um, here's another example from The Hobbit. That's a perfect scene with the same thing. Of course, Ian McKellen just knocks it out of the park here. Saruman believes that it is only a great power that can hold evil in check. But that is not what I found. I found it is the small things, everyday deeds of ordinary folk that keeps the darkness at bay. Simple acts of kindness and love. Why, Bilbo Baggins? It is because I'm afraid. It gives me courage. You hear the Hobbit theme as he's talking about the. It's. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's really well done. Makes me want to watch the Hobbit. I know it's good, and that that just wasn't there. That was missing from mm-hmm. the show. That you know, maybe it's not there. I mean, you you gotta you gotta go up against just fantastic filmmaking. I mean, mm-hmm. good luck. Pulling a story out of your ass. <laughs> I know, I know. So you don't have Peter Jackson writing lines. You don't have Peter Jackson directing. You know, it's it, it's going to be tough. Yeah, which you had Peter Jackson working. Was it when you did Lord of the Rings? I think he was in pre-production for two or three years. Yeah. How long were they working on this? I have no idea. Like Probably they bought the rights literally two and a half years ago. Yeah. So yeah, they they weren't working on it. No. For three years. And definitely um, not. <clears throat> 
What do you, do you what do you think of the uh, so some nitpicking stuff? What do you think of like uh, the over pronunciation of uh, of like places and names like Caradriel, Varanor, <laughs> Mordor. There's a dialect coach that's yeah. standing off camera that's like just yeah. rubbing their nipples as rolling their R's. <laughs> it reminded there. me of uh, like Master Chef. Uh, like when Gordon Ramsay's like you know making beef Wellington or risotto, and then the, the the Mexican chef goes in there and they're like it's like Mexican themed, and he's like, yeah, what, what I really like about this is the cilantro on the taco and the uh, the cheese how it melts and the quesadilla, and uh, you know how they go in and out of like yeah, yeah. Oh, or they're like but, uh, so what you're gonna oh so oh I see you're gonna take that cornmeal you're gonna grind it up you're gonna probably add a little bit of egg yolk on there you're gonna make an authentic tortilla, and <laughs> yeah. they they over enunciate which. Yeah. It's like just say taco. <laughs> Listen, it's okay. If you were speaking Spanish, okay, I got you. But when you mix in, it's like I I don't respect you more, and I'm not like, oh man, he's really authentic. He's really pronouncing the word. See, well, uh, I, I don't know. I th- I think I'm in the same boat because it's kind of distracting. I have a very Midwestern way I say. Well, of course, all my friends make fun of me the way I say milk. They're like it's milk. It, yeah, <laughs> they're like it's M I L K. Not M E L K. I was like, no, it's it's milk. And like, no, you're you're saying it with an E. And I was like, oh, like you. So I I need to say milk. <laughs> like I sound like milk. An angry German. So whenever yeah, what my daughter will, milk, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll get I'll get you some milk. Let's go get some milk. 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 Well, Jay, it's ilk. mill. You know the word mill. M I L L. You it's know the word milk? ilk? Ilk? Yes. Ilk? Milk. Milk. <laughs> Heinz Vince Milk. Yes. Mordor. <laughs> they just roll, it rolls off the tongue. All of, all of them saying that. Um, I, I almost laughed out loud when they're going to Valinor and like they see the light. And then in unison, all the elves start singing. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud. Because it was funny. Is that? I'm assuming that's where they're going at the end of Lord of the Rings when they all. Hop I think on the boat. so. Yeah, yeah. They're going. They're going to the far west or whatever to the lands of the light or yeah. That's going, what I thought it was. I didn't thought. I didn't Illinois. think they were going through a different dimension. Yeah, like fucking sky opened up and I was like, Jesus, this is suicide, guys. Right? Like they're they're killing themselves. Yeah. Like am I am I wrong there? Yeah. No, they're 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 going across the. What is it? The. Narrow Sea, or is that Game of Thrones? Am I getting that's, ga- that's Game of Thrones? Shit. Sorrow, the, the narrowing sea, the the sorrowing sea. I don't remember, hmm. but yeah, it's to the west, Valinor. Yeah, that didn't look like any fucking continent I've ever seen. Yeah, I'd be shitting my, I'd be jumping in the fucking water too. Like, no, nah, I'll, I'll, did I'll you love back. that? <laughs> Gladriel's Michael Phelps. Just, <laughs> you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm gonna swim three thousand yeah. miles that way. And that that boat was cooking too. It wasn't just like I know. A lackadaisical yeah. way of going across the sea. That thing was like that's how humming. perfect. That's how perfect elves are. They don't even need to row. They just need to stand there at attention, and the wind just, yep, just goes in the direction. They don't even need to adjust the sails. Yeah, she started swimming back. I told Chrissy, I was like, Jesus, I hope the fucking current's with her. <laughs> <I know. laughs> if not, she'll be swimming for hours, and yeah. not move anywhere. Yeah, and just comes across a, a deserted ship or whatever. I mean. I got Waterworld vibes on that. Did you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it felt like lazy storytelling just a little bit. Felt like something had to happen. Yeah. <laughs> what was she? We can't just show her swimming, right? Like, we can't. I'm gonna hold up. Is that her. believable? She's gonna swim. 
I mean, it's, she's an elf, her. right? So anything's possible. Like they, they couldn't have just had her just like go to the boat and then decide not to get on. That's true. But then she wouldn't have uh, met with uh, Sauron. It's true. Or potential Sor- Sauron. It's Sauron. I already know it. I'm calling it. It's bad reboot. Sorry, bad robot. I bet. Whatever. I bet it'll just be some stupid love interest. You think? Yeah. They already yeah. have the elf and the and the human or love interest going on. He is the ancestor of Vigo Mortensen. <laughs> oh, Aragon. Because they talk about their king not being there. I think that's who I thought it My was. My country has be. no king. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You're getting strong Aragon vibes then. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, that I feel mm. like that's going to be his ancestor, and they are going to. They already make the sword that cut off Sauron's. No, they didn't. Not yet. That's who they make the sword for. I so he's. he's I'm, I'm pulling shit out. Of he's my ass. the great 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 grandfather of Isildur or whoever. Uh, well, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, how many? Uh, when does this take? It's like five thousand years. Two thousand years. But I don't know. It doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. It's a long, long time before. Yeah, but um. Yeah. Yeah, they have a long way to go for me to to make up for just how bad it started off. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I, it, yeah, it's not a strong start. No, I can't recommend it to like a casual per. Like if I was like, you know, to my dad, for instance, like I would say, Dad, you should you you could watch House of the Dragon. You would enjoy it. I think mm-hmm. he would like it. This, no, he wouldn't like it. Yeah, because they're banking on people. Knowing yeah, something the about stuff. the story because it's definitely not as a standalone story so far. It's not working at all. Yeah, um, and Gladriel's just like the worst leader. She's like, "We need to go back. He's fallen. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna keep going Fuck forward." <laughs> she's the whole time. She's like, "He's like, I think we should go like now." Nah, we're not doing that. I mean, all the guys, all the men want to. They they followed you for two hundred years. They don't want to do it anymore. Oh, fuck them. I'm yeah. the commander. Great leadership. North. Great yep. leadership, Gladriel. Yeah. You're top notcher. But it shows her determina- determination. Ah, uh, well, not painting a good light. At the expense of her character. Right. Um, <laughs> right. So. You you want to you root for her. You want to like her. She's not likable in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they got some uh, heavy lifting to do there. Uh, the two heart, Heartfoots. Heartfoots, yeah. God, they're Irish accents. They need to calm down. I don't know what part of Ireland they're basing it off of, but I've never heard them all talk like the Lucky Charms. Like well, the guy from Austin Powers. They're always after me, Lucky Charms. I, I wonder, <laughs> are they from I don't even know. Ireland? I, they might be. Uh, I'm going to see. Just, oh, shit. I don't know. I'd be interested to see if they're right. I, I would be surprised if they're actually from ireland if they're uh, from maybe the uk or something yeah. or like uh or you know, something England to wear because it sounds like a fake all right so nori's from australia oh boy and uh megan richards who plays poppy doesn't say i'm guessing she i'm she's guessing from Jersey? australia uh <laughs> but yeah it sounds like a shitty irish accent yeah, to where yeah. everything ends on an up note and yeah the luck out of the Irish. Oh, give me another Guinness, would you? Oh, my lady. Oh, thank you, sweetie. 
I'm going to go down and go down oh, to the, Colleen. Oh, you're the apple of your mother's eyes. Oh, oh smash me testicles <laughs> on the fucking mule again. <laughs> Maybe I'll go and eat some potatoes and then... Uh, Half it, my family comes from Ireland, yeah, by the that's way, right. so it's all right. <laughs> They're good people. <laughs> They're good people. Oh, the fighting Irish all oh. Mother Mary. <laughs> The smoking and the talking and the parking and the talking. And then we go into Sweden. Yeah, then we're in Swedish. We're in the Swedish, the Swedish <laughs> chef. Swedish chef from fucking Muppets. Uh, well, I think in the uh, the dwarves are like Scottish. They got like Scottish yeah, accents. Which they always kind of tended to have. Yeah. And uh, Because I think each of these races were inspired, yeah, inspired by, by the different, UK. Yeah, inspired by the UK. Yeah, Northern Europe. <clears throat> and um, obviously elves. The Netherlands, and mm. I'm waving my arms around like a like a, a Finland, Sweden, yeah, yeah, Denmark. <laughs> like you know how you guys wave your arms, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, so um, I think that's where they kind of base the accents on. Uh, but which I, I love the Scottish accent. I think it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it is good. Um, so you wouldn't recommend it to a casual viewer? Would no. you recommend it to a Lord of the Rings fan? Um. Not right now. Okay. I'd have to, because I don't want to disappoint. I yeah. wouldn't want to like. We'll we'll see where it goes. I mean, we're yeah. we're gonna watch the entire season, and ho- I I mean I don't want it to fail. I want it to be good. Yeah, I'd I like it to be good. Too. I don't want to. I don't want to waste my time watching mm-hmm. stuff I don't like. I so. to- I told Christy I I was like I- I'm gonna give it one season. Typically, I give yeah. shows four episodes. Mm-hmm. This I'll give one season. It's eight episodes, so that's no, not too bad. So I only got um, six more to go here. The, I'll give it one season, see how it does. Mm-hmm. Um, if, I mean, if I, I, I feel like I need to care more about the characters or mm-hmm. something, something needs to happen. So yeah, I agree. I, I would like it to do well um, because I like those stories. I like the themes that those stories have. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, they're just wholesome and fun. And, um, but yeah, I, I like it to do better. I'm going to give it one season. Hopefully it uh, sticks to the landing at least or something. Mm-hmm. If it does this mystery box shit to where, ooh, what does this mean? I would. Who is Sarah? I'm going to shit on the fucking carpet and I'm yeah. not going to watch it. So. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I wouldn't recommend it now, but I decided after the second episode, I was like, I'll, I'll give it the season. Yep. And yeah, if yeah. it doesn't grab me by then. The, the, it's the show's fault instead of because I I, I want to watch it I want to be interested in it but mm-hmm. if it's not giving me anything to it hasn't really given you anything to to you don't know what the end goal is where <clears throat> in Lord of the Rings like the whole entire first ten minutes where Galadriel's giving the exposition mm-hmm. all you, you need is ten minutes you get you get the whole back history yeah, you know what then, you know where it's going you you know okay this is the ring. Right, that everyone's after, it. and you got to destroy it, or the world's gonna end. And that's the thing. That was the other scene too. Is um, when Elrond goes to visit the jewelry maker, who I'm imagining is the guy who's gonna be forging the rings, the power rings. Oh yeah, uh, Celebrimbor. He's yeah. asked, tasking him to to he where needs, he needs some dwarf subcontractors <clears throat> to to build the tower to forge whatever. When that happened, I was like, oh, okay, obviously, yeah, duh, rings of power. It's gonna mm-hmm. be about the creation of those rings and them distributing distributing them out to the the nine kings of men and the dwarf and lords and, and elves and all the elves stuff. and yeah um the so i thought i was like oh yeah i'm kind of interested in that 
and then so like that storyline with the dwarves Mm -hmm. i'm kind of hooked on a little bit like i'm interested in it um but everything that Gladriel's doing eh. Uh, yeah, I don't care if Gladriel gets her revenge. Poppy and Nori. Eh. It's okay. The elf and the tavern lady who leaves her son randomly. Uh, <laughs> just just ran. Oh, I'll, I'll ride with you because the power of female boners. And yeah. I <laughs> screw my son that's at home. Yeah. Won't let great, him know. Great mother. Yeah. Uh, but, <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Anything else? No. No. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Hopefully it'll. Uh, hopefully it'll start taking shape. But I, I. I want them to tell a story, not a. Yeah. That stupid, freaking mystery. I didn't know that. Yeah. Bad robot and all that. Bad robot disciples. I mean, that's my honest opinion. I'm really not trying to shit on it just because that's the trend or anything I, that's oh, I my know. honest that's how I honestly think and that's the thing show. I didn't know they were involved but it makes sense with how what I've seen yeah. so far yeah and I don't need mystery they didn't do that shit in the movies just no you just tell a story on. yeah just tell a good story and you don't you don't need false intrigue to keep viewers if you do then your shit sucks which is part of the reason why I didn't got I didn't get into lost Right. I tried watching it and I couldn't do it. I was like, "This is." Yeah, it kind of fell off the cliff after the third season to me. Yeah, it didn't end very well either. No. Well, not a shocker there. <laughs> well, that's the uh, mission statement for Bad Robot. Yeah, fuck the ending. Yeah. <laughs> fuck storytelling. We're all about the mystery here. Yeah, mystery. Oh, see, I, I uh, come here, mystery box. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Yep. Hopefully, it'll be better. Maybe yep. we'll check in, check in at the end of the first season. <clears throat> yeah. Do a total review. We could. Maybe. Maybe, maybe we'll watch a couple more. We'll, we'll give you an update. Yeah. I don't know, Jay. I'm telling you, if uh, all right, I'll give it the season. All right. But if after episode four, I'm like, it's just not getting better. Uh, I might be like, I don't know if I want to watch it anymore. I get it. Yeah. I I mean, some like forcing. Forcing yourself to watch something like uh, that just isn't good. Yeah, it's just not it's, there. It's not fun. Yeah. Like Obi-Wan. Yeah. Obi-Wan can. can, can what was the shit? Topi one. Topi one. Topi one. Topi. Yeah. Topi one. Kenobi. Topi one. Kenobi. Yeah. <clears throat> but. Uh, well, I appreciate that because I, I, I might have watched Obi-Wan and then you told me that it wasn't very good and I'm just not going to waste my time. I'm going to watch something that's complete dog shit. And I'm like, dude, no, just it gets better. Give it time. Give it time. Dude, the last episode and then you're going to make it all worth it. What? Really? (laughs) And you watch it. What made it a bit? Nah, it sucked. I knew it sucked. (laughs) Thank you, Jay. (laughs) All right. Greatest prank ever. So, yeah. Keep watching it. Listeners, uh, do, do you have a different opinion about Lord of the Rings? Did you really love it? Did you really hate it? I mean, me as a whole, I kind of, I'm indifferent right now. Right. It's, it's eh. It's bland. Yeah. Um, at, at its best aspirations right now, it's just mediocre. It, it, yeah. And I mean, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I liked certain aspects of it, and I did not like certain aspects mm-hmm. of it. So uh, we'll see how that pans out. But yeah, if you had a different opinion or <clears throat> whatever, let us know. Are we wrong? Are we correct are we missing the mark on something let us know well, uh, jay's wrong 
I'm always wrong. That's how I roll. Wrong. But let us know. Comment on our episodes or shoot us an email. Um, but join us next time uh, as we d- go step back into superhero films a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we talk about one of the most anticipated movies of 2022, uh, Sylvester Stallone's superhero film, Samaritan. So that'll be the next episode. That's going to be what we're talking about. That is going to be what we're talking about. (laughs) So if you guys haven't seen Samaritan, you can watch it on Prime. Go ahead, check it out really quick. uh, So that way you can be on the same page as us uh, when we talk about it next episode. Uh, Yeah. Until next time, Jay. Until next time, Mm -hmm. Thank you.